Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Young Adulting Podcast. We're your hosts. I am Bria. And I am Faith. And on this week's episode, episode 24, we're talking about our blackness. We didn't come up with the title ahead of time, so no. something to per- pertaining to our blackness. Yes. And how we became comfortable with our blackness. But before we get into that, time for a weekly know. check-in. You already know what's going on. How was your week, Faith? <laughs> I'm just going to switch it up this time. Oh, okay, here, here, here. I'm going to switch it up. How okay. was your week, Bria? Um, I don't remember what I did. Oh, this weekend, I took... I don't know how my week was. I don't remember. But okay. I know that on... They just start to blur at some point. Completely. <laughs> as I get closer to the end of the semester. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, on Friday, I took a very necessary self-care day. And I tried to not feed into the guilt of not doing work. Yes, um, yes. Because I... I always feel guilty when I don't do homework and I know I have homework and I'm like, I should be doing my homework so that way I can feel like I'm free. But then when, even when I do the homework and then I like play Sims for a few hours, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there playing Sims like, but I could be doing something else. <laughs> like it just, it's a never ending cycle. So all day I was like, I'm not going to do work. I saw a tweet that was like, college students will know that they have something to do while doing something else and be like, wow, I really should be doing my homework right now. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I relate. Have you seen that Vine where the guy's like, crap, I can't cuss on here, crap, and then he's just, because he keeps realizing he has an assignment due. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's that. that. It's that feeling, mm-hmm. except, no, it's not, because it's me trying to avoid that feeling, because right. I, I don't, Need I don't to want that. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I feel about assignments being due and waiting yes. to the last minute to do them. I, I can't relate. Uh-huh. It really, mm-hmm. um, it makes my anxiety really bad to where I have to take meds. Fair. Like Benadryl so I can go to sleep. sleep. <laughs> but then when I wake up, I'm like, must write in planner. <laughs> anyway. I get you. It was an okay weekend. This yeah. morning I played Sims again. I'm actually playing with this family that I was really, well, it was one Sim and a dog. And I was mm-hmm. having a really great time. And then her name's Beatrix and her dog's name is Lady. First of all, that name Beatrix. What is this, Harry Potter? I don't know. I don't it's know. I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. What? I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. How Slytherin? Ugh. If you took, if you watched it and then you took the test and like read on the different houses, I know what happens. Then you would know that I'm very much so a Slytherin. Well, you're also a Scorpio, so okay. So and so that okay, makes sense. but evil. At, at Gretz, at <laughs> she's also a Scorpio. Gretzko. Um. <laughs> She's also a Scorpio, single, type, type, well, she's a, definitely a type A personality, but she's got type A blood. And I was just like, wow. That's me. me. <laughs> Except I don't know what type blood I have, but we're going to go with type A. Right. We're just going to take that. I almost texted you too. This is so me right now. But then I was like, nah, because. Do you see my tweets about it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but it doesn't link up with me so completely. But now that I'm telling you in person, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Right. Doesn't it? Good show. Watch it. Everyone support the show. We need yes, a season please. two. Let's support these shows from Japan because... Specifically they're... a Sanrio show? Come on now. And we'll talk about why that's important to me. Like, these Japanese shows are so important to me when we get there. Anyway, how was your week, Faith? Uh, my week? also don't remember the week, but I do remember the weekend. That was a bit closer. <laughs> right. Um, the Friday. The Friday. Yeah. I did absolutely nothing. I watched all of Agretzko. Agretzko. <laughs> I watched all of that, and I'm pretty sure I watched something else, too. I started over um, 
man, why can't I remember the name? Oh, Devilman Crybaby. I, I started still haven't that. watched it. Whoa. Um, audio. Hello? Please stop. Beep boop bop. Um, okay. Whoa, that's weird. Right. I don't know what that is. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so, you yeah. watched that. I watched that and oh, then... Oh, oh, oh. Okay, speaking of, because we were talking about this earlier, whether you should listen to the Japanese version or the English dub. Yes. I'd like to say that I'm listening to the English dub because I don't have time to sit there and read subtitles, as many of you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that bad. It's not completely horrible, but I will stand by the fact that I say you should always just read the subtitles because there's nothing better than the original. You know, like listening to the Japanese and then reading the words, you can really feel the emotion. Um, anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh, also I went to Earth Day LA and I have a video that I made that's my morning for routine for a class that I will show you later. Yay. We love that. We love a YouTuber. I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> rude. So you were watching that on Friday. Yes. So you also had a self-care day. I did. Was it self-care or was it laziness? I'm going to say it was laziness, but you know, it kind of like overlaps. Did you feel well. refreshed? <laughs> I felt like I wasted my whole day. Then you were being lazy. <laughs> self-care days are usually quite intentional. Yes. That was not intentional. That was me like, oh, yeah, I'm going to lay in my bed and watch all of this right now. Oh, man. (laughs) But, you know, I had fun. Um, And then I worked and that was pretty much it. But I had a a good weekend. Mm -hmm. So that's good. And I'm hoping for a good week, too. So I hope you have a good week, too. We're both going to have a good week. I'm going to have a really relaxing week because I only have two assignments to do this week. Yes, work. But I've got several. (laughs) there's a lot banking on next yeah next week there's a lot happening a lot coming down um that thing that we're going to talk about after this yes then i've also got my department banquet i'm in the running for two scholarships turn up and an award i don't know if i'm going to win any of them but i pray for that into existence i pray for that because i really it would be extremely helpful to have that in my back pocket and my internship if i get that get it or not speak these things into existence so next week please y'all pray for me um or put good vibes i was like or send those good vibes yeah whatever (laughs) you believe and whatever you do to send good luck and whatever else send it my way because i could really (laughs) use it and also you guys should like tweet us and say good luck Bria, because it'd make me feel very special. I know that none of y'all are going to do it, but you know, it's okay. That's fine. I, I, yeah. I still love you anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think they're bored of hearing us about our week as right. we catch up. Right. But let's, let's today's episode it. should be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, get a little outlook into our lives, even though that's pretty much what this whole podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, yeah, let's let's jump into it. So kick us off, Faith. I'm kicking us off. So we're talking about blackness, which is a bit vague, I guess, especially if you're not black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, as we like to remind you guys, we are two black women, and I'm black and I'm proud. Okay, I'm black and you black, black, black. black. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all will never understand. Uh, I love that. So I guess um, this was a tip off, actually, from. One of my friends, and she was like, you guys should talk about blackness and how you guys became comfortable in your blackness. So I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. Because we've touched on it in the past, um, just about ourselves and how we see ourselves as black women. But we've never really talked about, I guess, the main struggles, in a sense, of how that came to be. Mm. So today we're going to talk about that and 
the first subject matter, I guess, is it sounds a bit funny, but like, when did we first realize we were black? Right. Which mm, you'll understand what we mean by that. Right. So, so you, can, you can you can start this conversation. Great, because I definitely wanted to. <laughs> um, I feel like I didn't. I mean, I realized I was black quite early on. Like I, but it wasn't at the forefront of my mind. Like, oh, I'm black. I wasn't in kindergarten going. Hey guys, I'm black. Like, <laughs> did you know I'm black? Um, but I do remember having a very frightening experience um, in the fourth grade when I was telling my classmates that everybody's from Africa, and they were all like, "You're crazy and you're stupid and we're not mm. all." And I'm like, "I bet now <laughs> you regret those words because you love black people. You don't love black people, but you, like you love black, black culture." culture. <laughs> all right, let me tell you. Um, anyway, um, I feel like I. I realized I was black maybe early on, but it wasn't very, like I said, in the forefront of my mind. Like, living constantly with the thought of, I'm black, and reminding myself right. every day, I'm black. Like, I just knew, I guess. Right. Let's give yeah. context. You grew up going to um, majority white schools, right? No. Not no. when you were younger? No. Okay, me either. Majority Latina, Latinx. Mm-hmm. We like to be respectful. Oh, you're right. Latinx. Right. Or... Chicana, Chicano, Whatever for you the sake of as. this podcast, and we have all due respect, of course, we're going to give it to uh-huh. Latinx. Anyway, I went to school for most of my primary years, grade school years, um, with the, at schools that were pro- predominantly Latinx. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Got you. Right. Okay, I was under the premise, but that was later on, yeah? Yeah, that okay. was later on. Fair enough. I mean, well, I feel like first through third was mostly, I was mostly hanging around white people, mm-hmm. which is why I talk like that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold on now. <laughs> um, but yeah, but then there was like a huge shift in the city that I was living in as far as population goes. So, mm. um, and I'll tell you why later. But okay. yeah, so that kind of um, growing up, I was pretty much shunned. I was mistreated a lot for being black. And mm. at the time, as I've mentioned on this podcast several times, I didn't really know that that was something that was happening. I just thought that people didn't like me. But come to find out they didn't like me because their parents told them that blackness wasn't good. Um, and I was ostracized for that. So mm. That sucks. Yeah. And then going to college, I went to a predominantly white institution. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just saying that because technically they say that anything that's not an HBCU is Is. a PWI. (laughs) But here's the thing. This institution in particular was actually predominantly white. And Mm. so compared to the, it's a small school. So that meant that the rest of the population were people of color. And I think they made up like 56% of the white people made up 56% of the school. So (laughs) there you go. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I suppose mine was more so, uh, I want to say middle school because I went to um, elementary and kindergarten with mostly black and Latinx uh, people as well. Um, then I moved to a beach city in California, which was a real difference from Inglewood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, and I, because I was around black people most of the time, um, it was a bit jarring (laughs) being Mm -hmm. (laughs) in this beach city um, with mostly white people. And I feel like I've said this before, how I barely knew and or seen a white person in real life before this time period. Wow, we're so totally opposite. I was a little shook. growing up, I didn't really hang around any black people. Like, my first grade class, I remember there was maybe five of us. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, that number started to dwindle. Right. And the only black friend I had was my best friend at the time. Mm. And that was... I So going into high school, I was very much so shocked. Because... Right. I had never really hung around other black people before. Hmm. And if I did, they were all adults. They were older adults. I didn't know what it was like to hang out with black people my own age. Anyway, sorry. No worries. But I just thought that that was kind of yeah. ironic. No, everything, our life every time is like we talk, flopped. it's a bit, which is why I like the dynamic. Anytime we talk, it's pretty much reverse of mm-hmm. what the other person is saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Because now I'm living in this predominantly black area and sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know that I belong. I feel weird. Mm. Mm. Even going to the school I go to sometimes, like being in the little hub of black people, I'm like, I don't know that <laughs> any of them want me here. Because I don't think I fit in at all. Uh Hmm. that's sad but yeah so around that age um like little snide remarks and like petty little jokes right. and i had dreads on top of that Ooh, I, it up. was over <laughs> it was over but yeah that's i think when i realized my blackness because before it was just like yeah i'm black and so was everyone else i know mm-hmm. um and then everything changed once the fire nation <laughs> I love that show. That's all I would watch in high school, which is probably why black people didn't like me very much. One of many reasons they didn't like me. But yeah, so that's a bit, a little bit of background. Can I talk about that for a second? No, carry on. So like the first month of school, not even the first month, I feel like the first two weeks of school, basically all the black people kicked me out. No. I'm like, why? Excuse my what did you I'm do? Dead ass. They what just did you do? <laughs> be myself. Oh. <laughs> the the Bria that you see now is not always the Bria that she was. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, they kicked me out, and I spent four years being ostracized by white mm-hmm. people. Bria. <laughs> Life really do be like that. It's hard out here in these high school streets. I'm telling you. Yo, I used to like go home. I there's many a days where I used to drive because I went to school 20 minutes from my house by freeway and i've had i've had my mom and my aunt drive me to school for me to get there and break down in the car and say i can't go in there Hmm. i've missed so many days of school because i couldn't deal with that i couldn't deal with being ostracized by my own people Hmm. and then hanging out with asians and them not accepting me mm-hmm. or liking me. And we briefly and talked about this. Uh, I forget the episode name, but we did talk about this either, yeah. um, regarding our um, non-conventional blackness, I guess you can mm. say. Being Even though what is conventional black, quirky. what is conventional black, that puts that into the conversation, but yeah. Right, because in my mind, I feel like there's such a, like, there's such a stereotype where they expect all black people to fit into this box. Yeah. And 
it's really sad because anytime someone, even for black people, like when we don't fit into that box. When we stick our toe out of the box. Right. Black people just attack. Like, mm-hmm. they get so evil. Have you seen that tweet that's like, um, whenever black people do some kind of healthy diet, other black people go crazy. And then the replies are like, hey, this N-word is a vegetarian. And it's like... <laughs> right. Oh, so you eating veggies now. Are you like, back to brand Like, what are you right. going to eat? Dang. Like, you ain't eating meat your whole life. Literally... My brother and sister said that <laughs> yesterday. I was like, can I be a vegetarian in peace? Like, what have I done? Pescatarian. But whatever. Um, I was like, what, what do you gain from this? Switching it up. Mm-hmm. Okay? We don't do that. We yeah. all have to act the same and believe the same things. And when black people don't fit into a box that either society has given us or we have given ourselves, we already, we just get into, like, fight mode. Mm-hmm. You know that... <laughs> wish we had a camera right wow, now that fine <laughs> if you need reference it's at vine where homegirl scares her someone family member right behind the kitchen door and he He's goes into green shirt on. he goes into fight stance so quick oh my god okay <laughs> wow i got tears that was everything okay <laughs> but that's how black people act <laughs> yeah because you know well black people are scary like this sometimes don't scare don't sneak up on black people, people in the face. Uh, my mom said don't ever this today. Mm-hmm. Don't ever walk up on me like that. <laughs> I was oh digressing, but I was just walking. I have a fast like pace if I want to go somewhere. So I'm like it's a blessing. walking and I'm walking behind a dude who's old boy who's going a little slow. And I'm walking up behind him and he like swiftly turns around and he's like, Hey, I thought you were trying to run up on me. I was like, What? <laughs> It's like, chill. I didn't do anything to you. Right. But, yeah, that's so funny. My goodness. <laughs> but anyways. Ooh, good time. Getting back I'm on track. so glad I did that. Anyway. That's I funny. think we should just move on to the next topic. <laughs> it's just going on forever. Okay, so um, we want to talk about kind of why we struggled growing up with our blackness or, like, accepting in a sense accepting ourselves for who we are and not having that shame yes because i feel like growing up in areas that aren't where you see predominantly yourself Mm -hmm. is really hard because then when you are around people that are like you your own your own people i guess um it's like a weird you almost feel like you don't you don't belong or you're like on the outside or you're weird. Mm. And I feel like that also like this whole thing is just one big experience and it all bleeds together because um, something we were going to talk about was that whole feeling the need to act like I'm not like the other black people. Mm -hmm. But that struggle dealing with your blackness is the reason why anyone would feel Mm -hmm. right. Like I don't, I'm not like the other black people. Like, I used to like, feel... Like, what's the issue with that? Right. Because mm-hmm. I used to go to school... Because, you know, I have very long hair. Mm-hmm. And so I would go to school and be like, it's not a weave. I don't wear weaves like other black people. I was mm. so just ashamed. Um, Man, I could do a whole podcast episode about me and my hair. Yo. Me and my hair journey has been wild. It has. It's been crazy. You have been <laughs> through it. I've been through the ring. So has my edges. But what... <laughs> 
Ooh, ooh. I had to ooh, pour myself a glass. Ooh, ooh, mm. ooh. Them edges. We'll I'm get looking back. at them though. We'll I've been looking back. at them. She'll come back one day. But I, I find that those two things are really connected. And I also want to make note of the fact that this isn't just a black thing. I'm sure this happens in many other cultures. cultures and, yeah. And or at least if it's not this exact thing, it's something similar. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, it's all. It's all just the idea of assimilation, really. Right. I mean, which is, it is really funny. Assimilation. I mean, to some extent, yeah, everybody's is trying to assimilate to white culture, white American culture for the most part. We're all trying to fit into this box Mm -hmm. of I need to fit that standard of what they don't find, um, I guess, frightening or something that makes them feel like they need to be defensive. Mm. I I felt like I constantly have to be the, hi, how are you? Like, I don't, why do I have to do that Mm -hmm. all the time? Just so I make white people comfortable in a room. Right. And not even and now I realize that it doesn't it's not even just white people. It's everybody mm-hmm. to make everybody in a room feel comfortable. It's as Drake says, you got to be nice for what? <laughs> right. And we're going to get to being well, nice for what? Because we... I actually haven't seen the video. Really? Yeah. It's so good. I haven't seen Come it. Come on, it's I've been out for snippets. so long. I just don't want to watch it. I don't really like the song, just for starters. So you trash. But you see why I got ostracized? But because <laughs> me you, right now, who are you? <laughs> I didn't even listen to like rap or hip hop until I got to college, like sophomore year of college. That all that time I didn't listen to any rap or hip hop. I couldn't tell you, you hear funny? what was happening from <laughs> 2008 till 2014. Nope, 2016, 15, 16-ish. <laughs> I could not tell you what was hot at that time. Because I did not listen to Let me to tell you it. something funny that I don't think I've told anyone except for the person involved. My friend Ariana. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably the only consistent black friend I've had <laughs> since <laughs> I was like um, in first grade. Oh, um, hey. hey. girl. So I have not always been this rap concierge, you know? <laughs> connoisseur. Connoisseur. But yeah. Um, she would ask me about rap songs that were hot at the moment, and I'd be like, I don't listen to rap music. I'm a Christian. (laughs) That was my excuse, because I didn't know anything. Because Mm. I was, at this moment, I was like... said devil's music. I was... I was in this beach city with the white people, and none of them was You wanted them to think that you were listening to Mumford and Sons. Yo, I really was, though. But I... Okay, but I was listening to Radiohead. You know I'm a big Radiohead fan. You are. I love... Read it. I, you know how many Coachella performances I've watched? All of them. On the computer? <laughs> Every single one. Yo, okay, if y'all are looking for, like, a good video about Radiohead music, listen to Vox's about the song Videotape. Vox so is pretty good. good. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I just love it so much. So, why my do you think... My mom calls it depressing music. Yeah, that's my whole life. Stop listening to that. It's gonna make you depressed. Listen, I already am. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't gonna help. But yeah, you're you're like constantly trying to. I don't listen to that. Mm. I don't know nothing about that. Drake, who? Right, 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 right. I only listen to Metric and Florence (laughs) and the Machine. I really was listening to Metric heavy. But yo. Metric Bob. But what do you you Mm -hmm. think made us feel this way? Like, what was happening at this moment? (laughs) And I want people to know something. I don't have nothing against white people, to be honest. My great-great-grandmother is white. 
Exposed. I'm Actually, kidding. my <laughs> great grandmother is white, so that would be like hating myself. Right. <laughs> mm, and I'm not trying to say that, like, oh, I'm diluting myself. Nope, that's just fact. Like, that's just who <laughs> my great grandmother is, and mm. I'm not gonna not claim her. But I also see the the problem that white people fuel themselves off of. Okay, like playing victim all the time. Mm-hmm. Tired of it. Speak on. Tired of it. Anyway. But it's because we live in a white world. Yeah. That, that just, it sucks. But because of that, and also, like I said, feeling the need to make yourself less frightening for others mm-hmm. or less pro- uh, less of a problem for others, right. you're going to try to get into other things. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no shame in saying that I was an avid listener of Metro Station. Mm-hmm. I still will listen to Metro Station. We do often together. <laughs> yes, because it, it's just, it's, it's so good. good. It's so good. But I don't have shame yeah. about it now. But at the time, it was like, I listen to Metro Station because I'm not like those other black people. <laughs> like, that's just the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not like them. I'm not like, or even talking to other black people. I'm not like you because mm-hmm. I don't wear weave mm-hmm. or I don't eat that. Right. I eat meatloaf. <laughs> Chicken who? I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, we're vegetarian. <laughs> but, yeah. But I think we could probably go on about the horror stories and Ooh, the issues. So and many. The confrontational microaggressions that we went Someone's through. Someone's threatened to fight me because uh, telling you. Anyways. But just know <laughs> that a lot of our... I'm going to say it was self-hate. I'm going to give myself self-hate. I will for a good For a good for amount myself. of time, it was mm-hmm. self-hate. It was definitely um, that. I'll say... A lot of that stemmed from, A, trying to not be perceived as something I didn't want to be perceived as. Mm-hmm. And that being... I love my dog. He's amazing. <laughs> and that being um, the, quote, stereotypical black person. Right. Um, and then... I really want him to shut up. <laughs> Hold on. And that... And that... Just won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And also on top of that, mm-hmm. just like constant, as I said, words that kind of fueled us being like, oh, let's not try to fit into these boxes that they're saying, or not, yeah, right. to fit into these but boxes. It, but overall, it's definitely a self hatred. Mm-hmm. I can I can agree that I hated myself. Mm-hmm. I was so ashamed of my blackness. I used to like pray at night. That I'd wake up and be anything but black. Wow. I was so ashamed and I was so just embarrassed that I was black because Mm -hmm. I was surrounded by non-black people who had such an uppity attitude about who they were Mm -hmm. that it made me feel like I wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be something other than. And that's a horrible way to feel. Especially when you're growing up. To hate yourself mm-hmm. and hate, because the, the problem is when you hate yourself due to your race, that also means that you hate everyone else like you mm. because they are you as well. Mm-hmm. That means that I hate my mother and my father and their parents and their parents because of that. And that's really a horrible thing. And I'm glad that I'm now able to recognize that right Mm -hmm. and appreciate being black because now i feel like i don't want to be anything else right i couldn't be anything else because if i'm too black black, if you ain't black where the hell you go (laughs) (laughs) right literally so uh 
How many, I guess how that's... many people can you say Bella Noche? <laughs> Ain't no, only black people would go to a club and say, you know what I get? I guess that is a good segue to going into how. People bring guns to the club all the time. Yeah, that leader outside the club. <laughs> but why would you, if you going to bring some beef, somebody would lead that at their wedding. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a culture. good segue to go into, um, I guess, how we gained this acceptance. Mm-hmm. And. No longer hating ourselves. Go faith. <laughs> go faith. Love you. Love yourself. <laughs> Express yourself. Ooh, you do it a lot. Love yourself. I don't like it. <laughs> Love yourself. Um, Accept yourself. I can't say there was a definitive moment, but I know towards my junior and senior year, I started doing a bunch of presentations about being black. <laughs> I, just started, I just started going ham. I was doing it on skin bleaching. I was like, listen, this is why we do it. This is the right. history, sis. Let me tell um, y'all what's You know popping. what I think it really was? Mm. I think it was truly the Black Lives Matter movement. Girl, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> I think around that time, I was like, she's black people got it rough. Let me gear up real quick. <laughs> but it wasn't even that. Like, mm. black people have it bad. Because even then, I still didn't get it. But mm. Because I had been blind to it. I wasn't living in an area where black people were being harassed. And I had never been harassed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but... It was just, I think, because that was around the time that I was on Tumblr, because mind our age difference, but... I was on Tumblr, come on. I was already in college, so, <laughs> like, very vividly on social media, mm-hmm. but, like, the social media you probably shouldn't have been on because of the terms of service. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> but, we, don't, um, we don't look at that. A lot of, I saw, I kept seeing a lot of posts from like other black people about how, yes, all this negative things are happening, but let me tell you why being black is the best right. thing. And so much like, no, I agree positivity. on top of that, on top of all the negative aspects that right. came with why the black lives matter movement was going on. Mm-hmm. Also, it was just a big cultural renaissance for black people just to accept and, Freaking D-Ray, love their blackness. Right, but also, like, look, black Twitter started to emerge. Ugh, we love her. I don't know what I was doing this before black Twitter. This <laughs> My favorite tweet. Oh, my God. I didn't see that tweet. <laughs> Eating beans. Yes, 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 part about black Twitter is that when we all come together, it's no we joke. come together. It's a whole family reunion. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been to too many of those. I live vicariously through the Medea movie. <laughs> Not Medea. Okay, but you gotta admit, like only the early, only the plays, only the plays turned movies are good. Diary of a Mad Black Woman. That's good. Do not lie that that's good. Medea's family I can do reunion. Bad on myself is good. Family too. reunion was good mm. for the time. Okay, for the time. Okay, that was a good. fact for every Medea movie, though. If you look back and you're like. That was problematic. <laughs> this whole this idea. man is playing a black woman as a joke. <laughs> um, but like during the time, we're like, oh yeah, Medea. <laughs> I don't know nobody like that, but that's still funny. Especially when oh, um man. when <clears throat> a family reunion, when when grandma came out, mm. she was preaching, telling them about their whole history. Mm. I was Mm-mm. like, y'all don't even know. And they was like, yeah, out here, gambling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, she gotta get him. <laughs> But yes, I'm not like those black people, but get them. <laughs> Me watching Medea movies. <laughs> I'm not like them, but you mm-hmm. know what's funny about watching Medea movies? is They all take place in Atlanta. All of them. Because he's from Atlanta, right? 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know who else is? Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Girls like a man. Root black girls. They say, I don't know either. I look. That whole song is just Also, explicit. Childish Gambino's note of, yeah, I'm from the South, ain't got no accent, don't know why. So this rapper's child's hey, I didn't even just die. Yeah, they say they want the realness. Right about my real life. Told me I should just quit. First of all, you talk white. Second of all, you talk. Mm-hmm. You haven't given up yet. Rap stepfather, <laughs> yeah, you hate me, but you will respect. I put in work. Ask Ludwig. Right. Put my soul on the track like shoes did. Thank you for that. I know you, you hate that. me because your little blessing with me and I like because you know Anyways, me. Anyways. be saying, ow. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, but that whole cultural movement. I'm everything. from there. That was the point I was trying no, to make. No one cares. Um, <laughs> well, after I rap Childish Gambino like that. <laughs> they don't have to care. <laughs> that was the best thing. That's the snippet I'm going to choose for anything. For promo. Okay. <laughs> I'm all over the place. I haven't had caffeine today. I feel like you've been saying that for the past couple of weeks. I had some yesterday, but okay. I was really struggling. I relate. I feel like I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, during that time, I think it was just super... You're so philosophical. Was, thank you. It was just super... On top of your conversations, unlike me. <laughs> it was super good to be black during right. that time. And, and I wanted to good. partake. I wanted to partake in the blackness, you know? No. And so I took out my braids that I had to not show my real hair. I would never show my real hair when I had oh, my braids. I was so I would just go like, from this braid is to my braid. real hair. I would go to braid to braid. Braid mm. to braid. Yeah. I That's how I, that's and then one day I showed up with my afro and everyone was like, uh, and I was like, what, what, what it's you going to do? It's so nappy. <laughs> what you going to do? don't like, don't talk. I once had to school this girl. She, ooh, ooh, she was reaching. I was ooh. like, sis, you, if you want to touch, ask. So I can tell you no. <laughs> but I'm usually good. I, I was usually nice, let I people. I said you could, but I was like, you got to ask for let sis. people, especially other like curly haired non-black people. I'm mm. like, oh yeah, girl, go ahead. Cause you and I, we feel it. Okay. Right. I know that you be having to do that scrunch for hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know about the diffuser life, <laughs> that shea moisture, mm-hmm. that can too. Right. Okay. Miss <laughs> Jessie's. Not if you 4C, you ain't using Miss Jessie's. Oh. You don't talk about your hair. You're not 4C. Don't I do was. <laughs> I got Don't proof. I got picture proof that I was 4C at some point. Then I trimmed at my, some point. Then I trimmed my ends and it was like, girl, 4A. <laughs> you thought. But anyways, yeah. And that's sad because that was right when I had accepted the fact that I had 4C hair. Because I used to hate it. I used to be so ashamed. I used Me? to get out the shower after washing my hair and cry. Because I'd look in the mirror and be like, Why girl. won't you stay down? <laughs> episode is hilarious <laughs> woo thank you lord jesus <laughs> yes that was I basically it stay down. <laughs> i was just i just wanted them to stay loose and no. like the wavy they no. would I was just like, hit the shoulder <laughs> stop lying to everybody making them think i got short hair my um. hair is not short but yeah, I know. Wait, wait, wait. But then you know, you go to school and you're like, and you wear it in an afro and you're like, but it really goes down. And then here. you pull it down. <laughs> and 
you're like, wow, it's so long. I can't. Wait, but why does it do that? Chick, I don't know. <laughs> if I knew, then I'd solve the problem. <laughs> but now I'm like, yes, okay, I've said it and I'll say it again. Part of the reason why Faith and I are friends is because I started the conversation. Because I was like, I love your hair. Or lack, lack thereof. Because <laughs> we are such opposites. Mm-hmm. I love you, friend. Love you too, friend. Thank you. Anyways, how did you become comfortable with your skin? After oh. we've digressed and talked about Medea right. and talked about but everything but that. all like a part of the, the process yeah. of learning to like, re- as I like to say, reclaim my blackness. Mm-hmm. Because I had thrown it away. Right. But it was a long process, and definitely social media helped a lot. Um, I went to a PWI, as I mentioned, and so I really felt like I had to play representative. But what was nice about going to that school was that I had so many different types of black people because we came from somewhere out of state, somewhere Mm. from Northern Cal, Central Cal, Southern Cal. Like, they're from all over the place, and so it was kind of nice to see, like, a lot of the similarities, but also a lot of the differences. Mm. And I realized that I can be the fun, rap-loving, twerking, black person, but I can also be the intellectual all at the same time. I was just, while you were speaking, I was thinking about that. I was hanging out with um, a group of black people the other day, um, and I haven't done that ever (laughs) (laughs) like a big group of only black people i can't wait for you to go to school that has a bsu it's gonna change your life i don't know that but anyways like i'm comfortable around black people but Mm -hmm. i've not gone out with a big group of black people that's what that is right and as as you just said um Mm -hmm. how you can be both Mm -hmm. i i went out with my white friend as well at the same fr- time. So it was all of us and then she. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was fun. Uh, like, now you know how it feels. Right. She actually felt that. Somebody <laughs> heckled at her. It was Ooh. a lot. A lot went on. Ooh. It was a lot. Um, but I was, when the friend saw me mm-hmm. with them, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I, I guess I am a bit different when I'm with <laughs> other black people. So I guess I'm still kind of learning how to be not comfortable in my blackness, because I think I'm pretty comfortable in my blackness, but be able to round out because I still have a lack of black friends. <laughs> like, most I of the people too. I interact with are non-black. I um, too. So I, it's still just from being that uncomfortable, self-hating middle schooler to now, I still have to kind of figure out a way to shape my own self into being comfortable whether it be with black people or non-black people and trying not to be like if i'm doing such and such they'll think i'm xyz right so it's a matter of not caring what other people think mm -hmm. and just being true to yourself and knowing who you are and it's okay that you're still figuring it out because honestly girl me too (laughs) i'm still trying to figure it out like you teach me lingo that i had no idea like i didn't call people sis like a year ago (laughs) but just earlier i texted sydney and i was like elaborate sis Uh like i need you (laughs) um hello Mm-hmm. And I definitely use more GIFs with black people in them. Yeah. Like, I pay more, I pay attention more now than I did before. So I'm going to ignore how you said GIF, but. 
No, that's on. the proper way to say it. And we've okay. had this conversation. I'm yes. not going back and forth. But when with the you creator again. says it's said GIF, I'm not we're going following back the creator. And forth with you again. Did you know we that the AP style book says that black should be lowercase? Anyways, I'm gonna continue to capitalize black and lowercase. Like. Right. <laughs> I I wanted to retweet it earlier, but you saw that tweet. <laughs> but I'm in the running for an internship that is a predominantly white workplace, so. anyways but um i think that it's great that both you and i are in this process of i feel like it's towards the final stages of self-acceptance and and self-love in our blackness because it's hard you you pretty much have the entire world against you as a young black woman that's like strike one young (laughs) right there are three negatives Uh so it's already hard to accept that you're a woman because that's a whole thing. But then when you're a black woman, that makes it worse. It's but even then worse when you're a young black woman, now you have black no elders and, and they <laughs> minimize everything that you mm-hmm. say. They don't think you know anything. They think that you can't survive without them. You're wrong. Because um, how did you get here? Bloop. <laughs> okay. Mm. So, but I think it's great. And keep up the good work. You too. Thank you. I'm it's trying. a journey. So for anyone, whether they be black a woman or not mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just people it is a process mm-hmm. it really is a process of self-acceptance and um i'd say we're, we're still on that process and that journey right. but it's it's a lot to go through right just take this take steps take the time that you need to to be able to do that and um if you're not quite there in your life where you're ready to accept who you are due to race or ethnic groups or whatever, that's okay. Um, But work towards it because you are who you are and you can't do anything about that. Mm -hmm. Like you're born the way that you're born, but also keep in mind something that I'd like to bring up um, that's a little separate but still related. Like when people talk about people's looks or Mm -hmm. like bully them because of how they look, I find that to be extremely disrespectful Mm -hmm. because not only are you insulting that person, but you're insulting all the one, all the people that came before them. Mm. That's insulting their parents and their parents' parents and their parents' parents' parents. You know, <laughs> like, it's just disrespectful because mm-hmm. we don't look the way that we do for nothing. Right. So I think the same applies to whatever race you are. You're not the race that you are for nothing. People came before you to create you. And that's something to be proud of mm-hmm. and nothing to be ashamed of. So I'm going to take my blackness and I'm going to flaunt it around. And I'm going to tell people, y'all wish you could be me, but you could never. So <laughs> bow. So you can stay mad. Right. And that's the energy And you know what? Keeping. If you're a racist, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Get off. And I don't care. Miss me with that negative energy. I do not have time. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I'm going to flaunt my blackness. And I'm a hype up faith around every corner. And hype up people of your own race, too. Always. Because people are struggling out here. Mm -hmm. They're really struggling. Like, people say that I'm black, but I'm not offended. That crap, (laughs) throw that away. (laughs) Throw Throw the whole person away. If if it's got over a hundred something comments with people saying, yo, that's offensive, then you don't need to comment on there that's not offensive. No one cares at that point because you are (laughs) outnumbered. You're dumb. Stop. It was trying to hear something. Ugly noodle head. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a tangent. But y'all know me. I can't help myself. <laughs> but yeah. I can't feel my you. Anyways, worst song. But yeah. Yeah, it is. I actually hate the weekend. His old stuff was good when he was doing I cocaine. Never look. <laughs> 
Am I wrong though? Um, I guess Kanye recently announced that he had an opioid problem, which Where would explain I? a lot. First of all, I think it was around the really same specific. time, right? But um, <laughs> I think it was around the same time that he claimed he liked Donald Trump. And on that note, <laughs> we gonna pray for Kanye. Cocaine is a heck of a drug. <laughs> we gonna pray for Kanye. Furthermore, don't do drugs, kids. Mm. If you're gonna do them, just do the plant-based stuff. You know what I mean? Don't go all crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that Atlanta episode? Mm. Oh my gosh! With with it's like it's like the TV show. Yes. <laughs> and he says, "If you, oh, what do you want to tell kids that they're just like you? Well, just be yourself." And stop dressing so crazy. <laughs> yes. I, I love that. But I yeah. don't know how to relate to before, but. We gonna wrap it up because I think we've said what we need to say. Am I right or am I right? Yeah. Let me close <laughs> it out. <clears throat> we gonna just get through it. Ready? Ready. Ready? Ready. Sketty? Okay. Mm. <laughs> so, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your ears. And I apologize for my rambling. Episode one, I said I wasn't gonna apologize. But. You did. I do sometimes need to apologize. So I, I apologize, but thank you. And um, <laughs> if you'd like to listen to more of my annoying voice and face wonderful whisper voice, you can, <laughs> you can subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, follow on SoundCloud. I believe it's also follow or subscribe on the Google Play app. Every week we say we're going to figure it out. Yeah, and we have yet to do it. <laughs> Both of our parents, at least one of our parents has an Android and we still just don't yes. do it. Um, and then if you're on Anchor, be sure to... I don't know, follow, whatever, I don't remember whatever what it is. Do. Right, right, right. So do all of that. And then also, if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can follow on Facebook at Young Adulting Podcast. We're the one with the gray background and the pink writing. <laughs> and then on Twitter as well, at Young Adult Pod. Okay, wonderful. And then we're on Tumblr at youngadultingpod.tumblr.com. Yes. Yes. So there you have it. Those are all of our social media. Bye. <laughs>